0: This is incredible. I wish other people could hear this. Oh I know! <laughs> You're missing out, man. Should I do the intro like this? Ah. This is a little bit of a spooky season episode. Ooh. This sounds so weird. Alright. Welcome to the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast. Today, I am joined by the people's tight end, George Kittle.
1: Ooh. George, can you tell the people what we're listening to in our headphones?
0: Yeah, you know, we just said spooky season, we just want to set the tone for the rest of the year. Welcome to the
2: show. Welcome to the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Polaris, and today I am joined by the people's tight end, Mr. George Kittle.
1: Hello, thanks for having me.
2: Thanks. What'd you think about the sound effects there?
1: Oh, I absolutely love anything spooky season, so that's fantastic. I was willing to do the whole interview like that.
2: It's not, but thank you for the participation <laughs> all right so as you probably have guessed one of the reasons that we have brought you on the show today is because we are about to celebrate a big time holiday in these Ooh, parts we are and i'm not talking about halloween
1: no no no, no it, it no. is
2: a more important holiday in the month of october that it is national tight ends day
1: ho, ho, ho. So the holiday of holidays the best holiday some would say it kicks off holiday season
2: some it's Kicks off spooky season.
1: I mean, like you go National Tight Ends Day right into oh. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Wow, I've incredible.
2: Got a controversial question since we're talking about the holidays. Yes, ma'am. When is it too early to start decorating for Christmas?
1: Ooh, um, you know what? I used to be a big stickler on that, okay. um, and I was you had to wait until after Thanksgiving. I agree with this. Th- that was my big thing after Thanksgiving or December first. You know, that's kind of my thing. um now it goes whenever my wife claire wants to decorate it is okay with me that what? is
2: also a correct answer thank
1: you so much <laughs> i thought you were going to ask me if die hard's a christmas movie and yes it is
2: oh well that that is on the subject
1: <laughs> that is controversial the,
2: it is i mean i think it's a christmas movie because it's well, centered right. around the 25th thank you of december yeah so but we will we'll bank that for our christmas episode i'll be so. back perfect okay so let's talk national tight ends day let's do it will you tell us how national tight ends day came to be
1: yes um let's see it was like my first mic'd up week two against the Detroit Lions in 2018 um and I think we had like a bunch of tight ends were active that day and it was I think it was me Garrett Selleck Cole Wick um maybe Ross Dwelly his rookie season but um, we were all just having a great time because the tight end room is always a great room. We always like to have a lot of fun, a lot of high energy out there. And uh, I think Jimmy knew I was mic'd up, and we sort of started. You know, it's uh, you know it's tight end day. Jimmy, like, you know, throw the tight ends the ball. We all have an opportunity to score a touchdown. And he goes, yeah, it's National Tight ends Day. And I'm like, yeah, it's a holiday. And he's like, yeah, it is a holiday. And it just clicked from there, and then, like, Garrett Selleck scored a touchdown. Um, and, like, we we're just screaming National Tight Ends Day at him. And then... That's all happened the entire year, and then come next spring, I get like the NFL Films is like, "Hey, you want to? We're gonna do National Tight ends Day, make it an actual holiday." And I was like, "Sounds great." What do you guys want to talk about? And so then we just kind of it's kind of grown from there. And um, when like the first year it was kind of league wide, all the tight ends are like, "What are we doing?" And now it's kind of turned into a fun thing where you know tight ends are featured, all the tight ends are mic'd up, which is really fun, um, and you get to hear from your favorite tight end.
2: And what is the proper way for a non tight end for the faithful? How do they celebrate national tight ends day?
1: <sighs> um, let's see, appropriately cheer very, very loud, um, eat great food. Drink great fluids, hydrate, Gatorade, Gatorade. <laughs> um, whatever you want to hydrate with. Uh, hydrate, use a water, uh, mix of water in there somewhere and um, spike something once in a while. You know, once you finish your beverage, spike it, you know, and every time a tight end scores, have one more as long as you're not driving.
2: I like that advice. How will you be celebrating National Tight Ends Day on the field? Touchdowns. I like it. And spiking the ball.
1: Spiking the heck out of that football.
2: So one part of your game is that you've always prided yourself on making an impact on the field, whether you have the ball in your hands or not. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to us a little bit about where that passion for pass pro and run blocking came from?
1: Yeah. um, You know what? I didn't really play tight end until I got to college. And then literally my first day on campus, they said, if you don't learn how to run block, uh, you'll never play here. And I was like, well, that's tough if I'm never trying to make it to the NFL. So um, I took it upon myself to just try really hard. And um, at the University of Iowa, you spend... I mean, a solid an hour of your day, every single day practicing, whether it's run blocking or pass blocking, you just do it. Um, there's no getting around it. So you're either going to try to get better at it or you're going to suffer. And you might suffer the whole time as it is. But um, I just kind of decided, well, I'm going to try my best at this and I'm going to get better at it. And after, you know, hundreds and thousands of reps, I got pretty good at it. And um, I just took a pride in it that I'm going to be able to be the tip of the spear or you're going to be able to rely on me in a one-on-one pass pro versus a defensive end. And, you know, also the tight end gets to play. He gets to do everything on the football field. You know, pass pro, run block, run routes, uh, reverses, throw the ball. Like, they get to do everything. And so, in my opinion, I'm going to try to be – I don't want to be average at everything. I want to be great at everything. And so, that's why I want to be a tight end.
2: You also have a little bit of a background from your dad, who was a left tackle. That he was. So, what type of pointers has he given you in terms of blocking through oh, the years? Oh,
1: so many. I'll never forget my very first – tackle football practice it was fifth grade and um, he had the entire team um, doing pass blocking drills with with bags like everybody's sliding down the line punching a bag sliding down the line punching a bag mirror dodge um, running off the ball hitting it and he also convinced all the kids he said um, all of you will strive to become offensive linemen but not all of you are good enough to become an offensive lineman and that's okay because people need to play quarterback and people need to play wide receiver um, but just letting you know that offensive line is the best position in football, and so we had all of us convinced that offensive line. And like, I knew my dad, and I knew what he was saying. I was like, I don't know, I like getting the ball and running; <laughs> like know, that's really like fun. But like, all these kids were just everyone, like the super small kids that you that have to play cornerback because they're just not physically big enough. Were playing, trying to play offensive line, and like complaining that they weren't getting chances. So that was really fun. So all the blocking stuff I've been doing since I was a kid, um, and then every. You know, every I watch every game with my dad and he always, you know, has coaching tips for me. I also send him the film. So if I'm not with him, he sends me tips or hey, what about your first step? What about your second step? What are your thoughts on this aiming point? Your inside hand wasn't very good here. You gotta focus on that. And it's always it's all positive critique. Like he's never like talking down to me or anything like that. And at this point in my career, it's a fun, playful banter too, because he's an excellent coach. I'm a pretty good player. And so we just kind of bounce ideas off each other.
2: So, do you think he ever wanted to play any other position than offensive line?
1: Mm, I know. So he played D line a little bit in college as well. But Always
2: in the trenches. Yep,
1: yeah, he's a trench guy. Um, you keep him in the you keep him in that trench, and he has a thoroughly good time.
2: Part of your game, obviously, like you said, tight ends do a little bit of everything, is to catch touchdown passes. So, what is your favorite kind of game day when you are very, very heavily featured in? the pass catching game or when you're blocking a lot
1: well here's my thing if I have let's just say our team game our game plan we have like 70 total plays if I get five to eight catches I thoroughly enjoy that because that means probably another 50 those are in blocking and so I'll make do with those 50 plays so uh you know I like catching the ball I like scoring touchdowns and if they need me in the run game or blocking like that I just take pride in it. I'm going to have fun regardless.
2: A hearty mix. So where does a game like the Dallas Sunday night hat trick game rank in games that you've had the most fun in?
1: That was uh, really fun. Going three for three, not getting tackled. It's a blast. Um, your body definitely feels better the next day. Scoring three touchdowns for the first time the day before I turned 30, also pretty cool. You Happy know, birthday.
2: D- Belated, by the Thank way. Thank you
1: so much. So that was pretty awesome.
2: What are, I guess, the other maybe one or two games, favorite games of your career?
1: Ooh, um, uh, NFC Championship game, uh, you know, winning by 30 points in the NFC Championship game is pretty fun. Um, 2019 Saints game was pretty fun just because it was like 45 to 44, 43, just an outrageously fun, uh, lightning work, uh, lightning work, fireworks game. <laughs> uh, sorry, mixing my words up there. Those were really fun. Um. Two hundred and ten yards against the Broncos in one half was pretty fun as well. Um, also, like playing Minnesota in the two thousand nineteen playoffs was also fun, and the twenty one playoffs just because we ran the ball so effectively, and um, it's just fun to you know play really good games together as an offense.
2: So you've hit some big career milestones, had some big games off the field, you also like to have fun and you're also very involved in the community. Hmm. You've done a lot of work with military families and then also with cancer warriors. When did you become interested in that?
1: Um, Let's see, the military has always been a big deal to me because I've had multiple family members that have served uh, most specifically. I have my uncle Pat served in the National Guard. Uh, He did three tours and I lived really close to their family and I just like saw the impact of him not being there around um and like how hard that is for a family and like they still you know they they did everything they could but like when your dad's not there and he's a very vital part of that family and like how active he is in his community um it just like it kind of hit home with me because i was around them all the time and so seeing families now like i get to work with taps um and um like seeing families who have lost loved ones at war and like losing that and having that hole it just yeah, it, it hits close to home because I've seen that before, and I've seen what it does to my family members, and so I just try everything I can just to be a part of that, and like maybe get someone to smile just a little bit, pick up their mood, um, and just you know try to get them in a, a positive attitude for that that singular day. And um, when it comes to you know children's hospitals and stuff like that, uh, the University of Iowa has Iowa Children's Hospital right near the next to Kinnick Stadium. They do the wave after the first quarter, uh, which is one of the coolest things ever, and. um, Ever since I was a freshman, they would—you'd um, go over there two or three times a year or more if you volunteered for it—to go hang out in the children's hospital in your awesome Iowa football grout fit, just gray sweats, gray hoodie, and to be able to, you know, just go in there and hang out with these kids—and it was really special. And uh, it was really cool. Last year, I was able to bring out one of the um, one of the families that I met at the children's hospital my freshman year. I ended up seeing her uh, two or three times, and then they were able to come out to a game last year and she said all I wanted was a touchdown ball and I happened to score two touchdowns. And so she got one of the touchdown balls, which was, it was spectacular. Um, so, and just, we got to visit Larry yesterday. We had like 15 guys show up for the Stanford children's hospital. Um, it was wonderful, um, just to see, um, how positive that they can be when I know the last thing that any one of those kids wants to do is be inside in the hospital room and they'd rather be outside playing, playing sports, you know, watching cartoons, doing stuff with their friends and, they still have these positive attitudes even though they're you know in a hospital you know room and dealing with adversity that uh you know i personally never dealt with myself and just to see their attitude it's very inspiring and so i just love to be around these kids and their families um, and also you know just try to put a smile on their face and hang out with them for just a little bit
2: you mentioned the visit to the local children's hospital and that actually had a really large contingency of 49ers players mm-hmm. as a leader of the locker room is that something that you encourage the other players to be involved with, or is it just kind of the natural tendency of this group of guys?
1: Uh, both. I think we have a fantastic team, and um, there are there's like a core group of guys that do every single Tuesday our community service stuff. They always, they're always doing it. I, true to, I try to do as many as I possibly can, but when it comes to Children's Hospital, it's always something that I go around and be like, hey, we're visiting the Children's Hospital mm-hmm. today if you guys can make it. This is, this is the one that, you know, this is the one that you guys should make because it's you get to really make a huge impact on a bunch of kids, um, which you should do, and you should want to do that. And so I'm always a little stickler for that one. Uh, that one, Thanksgiving and Christmas, so th- those are my three that I always try to encourage more guys to participate in because it means a lot to a lot of those families.
2: Is that something, uh, the Community Tuesdays that you've been involved with, is that something you started rookie year to now that always have been a part of it
1: yeah um I have I've always done it um it kind of started with my vet tight end my rookie season Garrett Selleck he always did him um and he's like dude you're gonna come with me whether you want to or not and I was like all right sounds good and so we would just we'd go to him and he would always drive me and uh uh my wife my girlfriend then my wife now she'd go with us to a lot of the events too and um one it's it's a fun opportunity to give back to the community but you also, you know, you're out of the house. You're not just sitting on your couch watching TV, playing video games. You're out doing something productive and you're building your relationship with your teammates outside of the field because while we see each other every single day and we, you know, hang out a little bit in the locker room and stuff like that, but most of the time you're in meetings or you're studying, you're eating, you're on the field. And so to have the opportunity to hang out with guys outside of that and to see the type of character that your teammates have outside of the stadium, it's really cool. And that's what develops these fun relationships and bonds.
2: You mentioned that you encourage a lot of the younger guys. There's a couple new tight ends mm-hmm. in the 49ers locker room. Take us inside that room and what the dynamics of that are. It definitely seems like you're the biggest personality in that room.
1: Uh, I don't know about <laughs> that one. Maybe. Um, maybe. Let's see. I don't know. Dwelly might have the biggest personality. No, it's definitely me. Um, I'm definitely the loudest. Um Dwelly's been with me for six years now, so that's been awesome. He doesn't laugh at many of my jokes anymore just because he's heard He's them. <laughs> no heard more him. courtesy laughs. laughs. No, I get him once in a while. And if I get a chuckle out of Dwelly, I, I know it's a good joke. Uh, Charlie Warner's fantastic. Um, he just brings that country vibe to the room, that dad vibe too, because he's the only father in the room, which is fantastic. Um, and then, yeah, we have three new guys in uh, Kamalatu, Braden Willis and Jake Tungus. Um, Jake joined us after training camp. Braden and cam are fantastic it's been fun to have them in the room um and it's cool too because like when you first get rookies everyone's very quiet most of the time you know some rookies are loud but our two were very quiet and to see them kind of uh just open up a little bit and you know have fun with a tight end room it's been it's been a blast and then tungus has been a great vibe too he came from chicago also one of my best friends rob Tunyon plays for the bears and so they were together for a little bit and uh he gave me the lowdown on him and so that's been fun to get to know him as well and he's a low scottos native too which is pretty cool oh,
2: a bay area native awesome yeah. so at what point did you start to see the rookie tight ends really open up and kind of feel comfortable in this new setting
1: uh i would say you know otas are both like very dialed in and uh i was like you guys like i love it be professional every single day but you can still like you know enjoy yourself like you have fun football is fun you know you're we're playing a kid's game enjoy it like it is your profession it's your job so take it seriously but like enjoy yourself please otherwise it gets really difficult or more difficult than it has to be and um i would say like kind of towards the end of training camp or like the first week of the season like they're like kind of just like a breath of air like oh okay well i made it through that i made it through training camp i'm on the team all right now let's go to work for the season but it just I like, can see them, just seeing them open up a little bit. It, it was kind of fun. Just it's just fun to see guys grow, really too.
2: What did you tell them about National Tight Ends Day, and were they even aware of the holiday prior?
1: Uh, oh yeah, they got T-shirts in their lockers. They're very excited about that. Um, you know what? And I, I've I've made this very clear to every tight end that's ever in my room is that every single day is National Tight Ends Day. You I just like have to, that. you know, you just have to celebrate it yourself. While not everybody celebrates it, I do celebrate it. Um, but just to hey, enjoy it, have fun. What
2: should we expect from you guys on National Tight End Day?
1: Touchdowns.
2: Touchdowns. Okay, is that nothing else.
1: Nah. No special
2: attire. Nothing.
1: Oh, I'm. I am going to look really good. I will say that. I got. I got my sneaker collection is continuing to expand, and I've been able to complete a couple of my shoe collections that are, you know, I like completed my goalie locks in the three bears collection, which I'm very pumped about. Um, I just got mama bear. And so these sneakers are going to finally get us. You're going to see them on the red carpet. Finally, With the debut. Oh, I'm so excited.
2: So the 49er studios team did a really awesome piece on you and your shoe collection last year. What would you say that the count is officially up to? then?
1: Oh, dear. lord. Um, uh, I got like, 75 to 95 pairs in here, and like probably 30 to 40 pairs in Nashville.
2: Oh, I actually expected more to be honest. Uh,
1: I could be lying completely. <laughs> be I'm not lying. honestly sure. Let's see, 10. You know what? No, let's just call it like 120 here and like 50 in Nashville.
2: Okay, sneakerhead here.
1: Very big sneakerhead.
0: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years.